Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. All of our coverage, ongoing coverage here today and this week for the DraftKings Network Super Week continues from the Circa Resort Casino. And the start of the show is brought to you by 1 800 Flowers. DraftKings official flowers for Valentine's, and we have a loaded show coming up over the next three hours, including great, uh, great guests a little bit later on. The first hour and 45 minutes, you get the two of us. The last hour and 15 minutes of the show, you're going to get really, really good guests, and there is so much to talk about, obviously, with the game coming up on Sunday, Pauly. However, we do need to begin with what took place last night <laughs> with the NFL awards and some of these... Uh, long bombs that came in and some of the votes and how it was like eh, razor thin how they got there. First, the obvious, everybody, uh, you know, pretty much close to unanimous. Lamar Jackson got 49 first place votes. Josh Allen got one <laughs> for the Bills to win the MVP. Everybody knew that Lamar was going to win that based on how the regular season finished. So McCaffrey took home offensive player of the year. Miles Garrett, defensive player of the year. We kicked that around yesterday. The NFL Network uh, did a poll. This was after the regular season was over with, and it was a recent vote. They actually gave it to T.J. Watt, Defensive Player of the Year, and not Miles Garrett, but the tickets that matter and the vote that uh, obviously means the most to your bank account and to your uh, betting accounts would be Miles Garrett winning that award last night. Then you get down, you know, Stroud was obvious. He had to hold off Nakua at the end, which he did. But then you get down to three awards that were a little dicey, didn't know how it was going to go, and Will Anderson got there. So that minus 20,000, which was completely fugazi on Jalen Carter down the stretch, oh. proved to be true. And uh, there was, that was very close, by the way. Anderson, 16 uh, first-place votes. Kobe Turner almost won the award. He had 14 along with Jalen Carter. That was a good call by you, pointing that out late in the season. Number one, he can't be this big of a favorite, and I don't think he should win the award, you kept saying, because of how bad the Eagles' defense was playing and, and that Anderson was coming on. So that, that was a good observation as well. There was one better who would have won $700,000 if Carter wins the award. I saw He that. had the other four going back when he bet him. He had McCaffrey, he had Jackson, he had, right? But, uh, and that, I, that was placed way before, yes, right. before the yes. season started. And, I mean, some of those were questionable. The one that he thought he had locked in in like probably December was Jalen Carter to win. Yeah, the biggest favorite on the board. Um, but the, the two, and I was asking for the tickets before the show, and they're still coming in. They will not stop, and as luck would have it, most of them were placed at DraftKings with the Flacco and the Stefanski. Now, Ryan's was, I saw Ryan's 12-1 to 1 with two weeks left in the season because they still had to have that big game and beat the Colts, uh, and they had the big road win, and then, of course, they play in the playoffs, and Ryan's beats them. But Stefanski wins by one vote for Coach of the Year, and he was 25 to 1, but your big boy is Flacco. 
And Adam Chernoff before the season and during the season saying, I'm not sure, I don't know, Hamlin doesn't get on the field, can they give it to him? And even last week, Flacco saying, I can't win, what did I come back from? I can't win comeback player of the year. But the Army and all the listeners to have this guy, and all these tickets are at least 500 to 1. That's the thing. And for Lombardi to come on the network and talk about it, he was 250 to 1 at his highest uh, uh, odds. But most people here that follow and listen to the show, having that guy at 100 to 1, and that comes in. And you know, keep sending the tickets in, too, because good for you guys. Not only the Stefanskis, but I'm blown away by all the people that have the Flacco tickets. All right, let's, so let's go back on this award to before the season started. Uh-huh. When we brought this up, going over all the previews, Peter King, uh, he, he said in his season preview, DeMar Hamlin is going to win the award if he takes one step. He said the award is over with. And we're like, okay. All right, well, I guess we'll take him for his word. And I was making the case, like, when he was plus 230, give me five figures on that at least, because at the end of the year, I'll scoop that up and have an amazing end of the year to the football season. Was never able to even get down on plus 230. The award was never offered here in Las Vegas. So eventually I did get Hamlin. They took a very small bet. I laid minus 250 on it. I thought he was going to win the award until December, until this story started to pop with Joe Flacco, and we brought it up, and we said, I went back and looked, it was December 11th, and we specifically pointed out that if you have DeMar Hamlin here on future tickets, you might want to grab a piece of Joe Flacco. I'm personally depressed over this, even though I had Flacco 101, a piece of it. You want to know why? It was not available anywhere in Las Vegas. I did not convince myself to drive to Arizona to make a bet. So talking to buddies in different states, asking if they can get down, my one friend was able to get down, and I said this on the air when it happened on Joe Flacco. The sports book gave him $20. And by the way, he had to bet it twice because they gave him 10 bucks a pop. Oh, boy. Absolutely disgusting. Yeah. So, but I've also seen tickets, multiple tickets, by the way, on bettors who had Flacco at 100 to 1 for 500. Yeah, I know. How does that work? Yeah, yeah I know. Isn't that, isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's good for fun. you, man. That's a, yeah. it's a great day. Yeah. What a night last night for you. Then if you had Flacco that I, big a ticket, I saw that, that Hitman guy had it for $50,000 what his ticket paid, but yet are you betting at far away places and are you other people betting it for you? But, uh, Jimmy crack corn. I mean, that, that's incredible, but that's, it goes back to how we're behind the times and, and the menus weak sauce out here. And, uh, and that's unfortunate with the limits too. And this was, he got as low as plus one ten, and then the Hamlin stuff came in late and he got to minus 450, which also was probably people hedging uh, to lock in a profit as well. Uh, and, and even we talked about it yesterday that on the NFL.com website, Flacco was third. Baker Mayfield doubled him up in right. votes. So the other thing you have also here, too, is, is how it broke because people left Hamlin off entirely. That's another reason this was decided. Yeah. Hamlin had eight more first place, eight first place votes more than uh, Flacco. But what was it? Seven people didn't have them first, second, or third with the new voting system. Are you surprised by that? Yes, that surprises me. Are you surprised that Flacco won? Yes. Did they get it right, though? I, I, I would still agree with what Peter King said because it was the same thing with Alex Smith. If you're looking at what are you coming back from, nobody can top Hamlin. But I understand that you didn't make an impact. You only had, what, three tackles on the season right. and, and weren't out there. But I... It's hard, too, because Flacco was on his couch. He's watching Sunday Ticket. He's mowing Sal's lawn, and, and uh, uh, the, the phone grace. I, I have to be honest. If I'm an award voter, that's a, it's a tough call because the guy died on the football field. <laughs> yes. So he doesn't have to do a lot in order to get my vote. But the Flacco story was amazing. Uh-huh. I, think about what he was like with the Jets the year before. Oh, it's terrible. Awful. Yeah. Couldn't play. And then he comes back. They desperately needed help at quarterback because they had so many injuries, and this guy's like letting it rip, and they made the playoffs, and it was an, they were like throwing for 300 yards every single game. Yeah. It's a tough call. It is. Because I, it's, yeah. he didn't make an impact, though. So it's truly, it was what Peter King said, though. Well, he's out there, but he's hardly out there, and he doesn't make an impact. Alex Smith, at least, after almost having his leg amputated and 15 surgeries, whatever it was, big reason why they made the playoffs. He won some big games for I, him. Yeah, yeah. But so, this guy didn't make an impact, and Flacco made a huge impact and was the reason they were in the playoffs. And then Stefanski gets it too with Coach of the Year by one vote. 
over Ryan's. One vote. Yeah, he had. So, so those enormous tickets on Ryan's, too, you almost got there. Well, Stefanski paid well, too. But remember, Stefanski was like a 2,000 favorite. Uh, right, right. With like two weeks to go in and the season. I even tweeted after, and it was still available at DraftKings. When Ryan's went into Indy and they won that game, I said, this guy can't be 8-1 to one to win the award. He can't be. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to the playoffs now, and, and they could win the division, which Jacksonville lost the next day. So if that one would have been flipped, they tied, by the way. They ex- Both guys had 165 points. When it comes up and you add and you do all the multiplying with the votes, first place vote is worth five points, et cetera. But because he had one more first place vote, that's the tiebreaker. He wins the award. That I did not. I had zero dollars on Stefanski, so that was a pretty heavy swing, not in my favor last night. Mm-hmm. And uh, if Ryan's won, it would have been an incredible night. It still got there with Will Anderson for me. Yep. The, the Flacco thing is just pure nonsense. What was the best you did on Will Anderson? Forty to one. What? Yeah. Oh wow! Incredible. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, 25 to oh, 1. 25, okay. 25 to 1 on no, Will still. Anderson. Late, but that was when Carter was minus 20,000, and all these As guys were get, right, that's, 25 to 1 all the way yeah. to, like, Kobe Turner was 150 to 1 minimum, and he almost won the award. Yeah. The last couple years, this has been astonishing in terms of what Doug Kazarian again said about a fake market. You don't know what these guys are going to do. It's a vote. Yeah. You can't get inside their heads. You never know. Dayball. Last year, Sirianni, a $4 favorite with a month left, wasn't even a finalist. Tom Thibodeau, 25-1 in February. He wins Coach of the Year. What happened here with the awards? I mean, it's, it reminds me of college. Like, you, I could write a paper on, on something in college in a class, and I could give it to 10 professors. The grades might be oh, all over the place. Sure, you sure. have no idea. I had a- so with this, I mean, look at how this broke. Because you, you mentioned the NFL.com article, and they had Flacco third with only five first-place votes, mm-hmm. yet he wins. So the Browns won Coach of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, and Assistant Coach of the Year. Correct. Four, four awards go to one team, and they were bouncing the first round. Does that seem a little odd? Well, no, that was they, what they had to deal with, too. I mean, you lose Chubb, you lose Watson. DTR couldn't play. He also got hurt. Yeah. Walker couldn't play. It yeah, was I a great coaching it, job. I would have given it to Ryan's, I have, but I then mean, it was a tough call, too. I mean, think the Browns' win total was 9.5. Again, the injuries. Huh? Both guys did incredible jobs this year. The Houston Texans were basically the laughing stock of the league. Yes. For three consecutive years, they, they couldn't win football games. Look what the win total was. I understand. Yeah. The, the guy, Ryan's the, had a great case. He's out there on the sidelines bringing over one of his uh, secondary players, and he's like, okay, look, here's the video that popped. Remember that? Here's what's going to happen on the next right. play. Here's what I want you to do. INT by the same player. That's right. That, that's not great coaching. I'm Stefanski again, but, I mean, he, here's why also, Paulie, it's tricky. Travis Etienne got a third-place vote for Offensive Player of the Year. We're wagering on this stuff. Yeah. It didn't have an impact last night, but are you serious? All right. And how do you leave Hamlin off your ballots entirely? No kidding. No. Up next, uh, Billy Walters, the best sports better of all time. He thinks the line in the Super Bowl is off by four points. Find out which team he claimed to be betting on next. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human-moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Get the food ready. This segment presented by DiGiorno. It's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. Make sure you're good to go Super Bowl Sunday. No doubt about that as DraftKings Network Super Week continues. So Billy Walters is the best sports better of all time. He's been on this network a handful of times going back, talking to Brent Musburger. He was uh, hanging out at Radio Row the media area this week here on the Strip, and he was asked about who he likes in the game, and he uh, was willing to talk about it. He said, quote, I'm going to bet on Kansas City. He's 77 years old. It's not going to be the biggest bet I ever made. It's going to be a small bet. A small bet for me is between 500000 and a million bucks on the Super Bowl. Eat some money. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a line. Oh, God. Uh, they made the line on the game 49ers by two. It's up to two and a half at some spots. I think KC should be a two-point favorite. I've got the other side favorite. End of quote, Billy Walters, to several media members yesterday. All right. I felt the same way. All right. Feels to be good on uh, feels good to be on the same Paulie side. Walters. Of, yeah, right. Well, I thought the wrong team was favored as well when it came out. All right. Good job, Billy. Hope yeah. Any chance the, the immediate reaction from betters across the world was, is he telling the truth? I'm glad you brought that up, the, the, the patented Billy Walters head fake. He was asked about that. He said, no way. Not a conspiracy guy. I wouldn't do that. It's a Super Bowl. Uh, this is who I like. This is what I bet. This, that's uh, no head fake. No Remember, head fake involved. So like a big bet for him on a Super Bowl, I think he said the biggest bet of his life was on the Colts Saints Super Bowl, if I recall correctly. Talked about that before and also in his book. And he had almost, I think it was $4 million on that game. So this is kind of pizza money for him. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, that's right. Small, a small bet, small you know, bet. somewhere between 500 right. and a million. Now, the thing that would would scare me and, and Mr. Walters, ESPN.com, 49 people picked the Chiefs, 15 picked the Niners. VEASAN, 21 picked Kansas City, 13 picked the Niners. And again, Stu Gotts is the only one uh, picking a blowout. But for a team to be an underdog, it's just give me Kansas City. I mean, 49 to 15 people taking the dog. And it's also, I know it bothers you, and, and I understand it, and I heard it all day again yesterday. I like the Chiefs. I can't go against Mahomes. That's what everyone else is saying. And then the Taylor Swift stuff, and, and it's going to be Kelsey MVP, and the stars are aligned, and it's already set up, and tinfoil hat guy checking in. Did you take so, any Kelsey MVP just in case? Yes. You did? Yeah. What number did you get? Uh, 10, 12, 15, whatever? Yeah. yeah. And also, I think, I don't know if Mike, yeah, did Mike Palm say it on air or off air? It's a horrible result if they, the, the Kelsey money will not stop here at Circa. Yeah, that and a but, use uh, check here. Evidently, the yeah. two, they can't stop betting him. Uh, I mean, I've heard it's been an overwhelming amount of people. Adam Chernoff is coming up a little bit later on. He was asking me yesterday, like, how many people so far in your show this week have actually made a case for San Francisco? Not many. Yeah, that's I'm, what would I'm, scare me, no yeah. doubt. I did see Kelsey as low as 9-1 to one MVP, by the way, too. That'll tell you that the avalanche of bets that are coming in on him. But uh, that's that would also scare me, no doubt about it. I mean, this is, but still, they've had the number one A game the whole year. But again, I haven't seen it for a month and a half. Yeah. Are we going to hear this, by the way? Let's say the Chiefs win 
a low-scoring game. It's 20-16. to 16. Mahomes has a touchdown. He throws for 208. But it's more a defensive battle. Pacheco plays well. Not a lot happens in the game offensively. Are we still going to hear that on Monday? I told you. Can't bet against Mahomes. Yes. Even and, though and immediately, yes, and immediately people, again, will tweet out his record when he's a dog. I think you're right. And then it would be 11-1 yep. and one ATS. Yep. That sounds about so right I to told me. you so. Right. Right. And also it will be I told you so if Purdy struggles. Uh, big that time. too. Oh, big yeah. Time. Now, how about this? This is a very good tweet that we got from at Y-Town Gambler. He points out that McCaffrey is between minus 225 and minus 250 mm-hmm. for an anytime touchdown. When you break it down, his first half touchdown is around plus 140. McCaffrey has scored in 15 out of 18 games, including the playoffs. And in 13 of those 15 games, he scored in the first half. Great observation. I took his advice. And I, that's a great call. That the touchdown be in the first half. Sure. Very good. I, I just I can't imagine a scenario here. And Kyle Shanahan has gotten a lot of uh, grief in the last couple of weeks. And I, I think it's kind of warranted. His game management is... Um, subpar at best, but his play calling is excellent. You're going to tell me that Kyle Shanahan has had two weeks here with Christian McCaffrey. He's going to look at film on the Chiefs all year long, and the last film that he has to go on is the Ravens game, and he's going to say, let's do what they did. There's there, there's no chance that happens. N- I know. Never I, say I, never. I, I, will, yeah. I will jump in my pool at 40 degrees outside if that happens. Yep. But this is the silliest thing that they could possibly do. But you see strange stuff. I mean, to talk about this game for two weeks and then, you know, with the Baltimore thing, what what occurred there with Monken, you you see strange stuff. And sometimes sports doesn't make sense. I mean, who thought in 2007 the highest scoring team in NFL history wouldn't be able to move the ball? Right. After they just played the Giants and did what they wanted and they had no answer for Moss. And that game was going to be 17 to 14. So expect the unexpected. Um, that that's going to be wild. I, I added Kansas City first quarter. I added more under 10. I also took uh, 14 and a half and 14 under fourth quarter. Again, uh, Chiefs have only allowed 10 points in the second half the entire playoffs. They're 18 and two to the under second half on the season. And uh, they're strong in the first quarter. Seven zero 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 three zero three zero seven seven zero three three zero. They don't give up much in the first quarter mm-hmm, either. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I'll take the Chiefs. And if the, anyone's going to shrink, if the moment's going to be too big, it's going to be Purdy, and certainly not Mahomes. Yeah, and that's where the, the lights could be too bright for Brock. And now there's been a lot made this week about the Brock Purdy rushing yards. We've had a back and forth with several guests here on this topic. Uh, Frank B., professional better, was in studio on Wednesday. He made, I thought, a great case for Purdy to go under. In fact, he found an alt-under of eight yards at 2-1, to one, which I think is a great number. But then our buddy Paul Charging came on yesterday, and he made the exact opposite case. Over, tw- I haven't bet it yet. I actually I would f- side with, a, with Purdy going under in this game. All right. Not getting out there. This is more recency bias if you're going to take the over than anything else. Well, Mahomes is popular, and I, I really like Mahomes' longest rush over. I mean, see, he does this all the time in big games. Last year in the Super Bowl, he had a 26-yard rush. He had a 28-yard rush against Miami. Remember the tippy-toe down the sideline? Oh, yeah. He had a 24-yard rush against the Bills. In the AFC title game a couple years ago, he had a 27-yard run against the Titans. And it's it, you see how low it is. He's going to have at least a 15-yard rush. So you He's like, going to do it. Yeah, you like the Chiefs to win the game. His rushing attempts prop is 4.5. It's now last check up to minus 125. Don't you like that? If they're going to win the game, you can probably bake in some kneel downs here at the very end. Again, we're not even talking yards here because last year when he took mm-hmm. the kneel down, the kneel downs, plural, he actually ended up going under his yards because he, no, that was that was against the 49ers. Right. Remember that? Yes. He had it wrapped up, but he kept taking Brutal. those long dropbacks and then he would take one knee and it went under somehow, which was right. impossible to happen. Like there's a scenario where you stay away from the yards overall. If they're going to win the game, everybody likes him and he's going to go over four and a half attempts for sure. How about the officiating? Now, this was an excellent job by Bosa when they asked him, what do you notice when you watch film on Kansas City's offensive line? And he immediately said, they hold a lot. Guess who was called for the most holding penalties this year? Kansas City. So that how are they going to officiate the game? Do they let him play and swallow the whistle? That's big. I mean, is Mahomes going to be going to be in second tw- in 20? Do, does, does Bosa make an impact? Does San Francisco have a pass? Does this defense finally show up? After what, how bad they looked against Detroit and how bad they looked against Green Bay. To me, it's not Kelsey. It's all about Pacheco. Me too. I think Pacheco is going to be the reason they win this game. 
Does does Pacheco go off like Jones and Montgomery, and do they gash him on the ground? And that and I think Pacheco is certainly in play here for ninety. 100 yards and a, and a touchdown or two. Uh, it could be in the mix and win the MV- MVP. Uh, you bet it with 30 yes. to 1. Yes. Also, I was going through like all of the uh, KC box scores, and something kind of stood out. Like when you're trying to find that player to do something well or pop for the 49ers, and they have so many guys, like random receivers had really good games against KC this year. What's the explanation here? Week one, Josh Reynolds had four for 80. He, that was the best output by any receiver on the, on the lines in that game. Week two, Christian Kirk had 11 for 110. Wow. Week four, the best receiver for the Jets. Remember, Zach Wilson actually played well in that game. Mm -hmm. Lazard had three for 61 in a touchdown. Jordan Addison killed this team. He had six for 64 in a touchdown. Joshua Palmer, this was in the shootout of the first half. That was 31-17. Palmer for the Chargers had five for a buck 33. Well, who's that guy, though, then? I, that's more wide receiver number twos have done well than anybody else against the Chiefs. Is it Jennings? He could be a mm-hmm. random guy that goes and has a good game. I found a dollar sixty. Ayuk no touchdown. I played that, but that's also to they're so good against the pass. That's why what happened two weeks ago was baffling. I mean, yeah. they're twenty eighth against the run. They're top five against the pass. What are you doing here? Well, think about this for a second. In that game against the Eagles, Devontae Smith had six for ninety nine. The same game, A.J. Brown had one catch for eight yards on four targets. Yeah. That was it. And yeah. that was at the tail end of A.J. Brown going on that. He took a flamethrower to the entire league for a month and a half. Yeah. Well, we'll expand on this coming up, and you, you briefly mentioned it. Now, Sal Pal said Kyle Shanahan's under the most pressure. I mean, how does he coach this game? Yeah. I'll give you some numbers that'll blow your mind about how conservative he's been in the playoffs. And this, you know, this could just be, well, fourth and two on punting. A fourth and inches, I'm kicking a 50-yard field goal. Yep. It, 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 it could decide the game. And up next, we'll also look at uh, how tight ends have struggled to put up good numbers against the Chiefs this year. That's coming up here as Draft, uh, DraftKings Network Super Week continues here on VSIN. This segment brought to you by Bayer Aspirin, the official sponsor of Fans Hearts. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. DraftKings Network Super Week continues here. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. I looked at uh, tight ends as well overall because the entire talk has been about Kelsey the last two weeks, and then everybody expects Kittle to go off as well for San Francisco. When you Except go, Frank B. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When you go back and look yeah. at what every tight end did against Kansas City this year, week 18. That's when KC sat all of their starters when they played the L.A. Chargers. That was the only time this year tight ends on a team combined for more than 100 yards. That was it. And they they played some pretty good tight ends this year, week one. Now, that was to begin the season. I get it. Sam Laporta did have one of the best seasons ever by tight end as a rookie. He had five for 39. Uh, Cole Komet, week two, six for 57. Actually, Tyler Conklin in that game with... Zach Wilson had a good game. He had 4 for 58. Uzoma scored in that game. But Hawkinson, 5 for 51. Dawson, Knox, and Dalton Kincaid in the regular season didn't do much. The last time they met in the playoffs, they didn't do much. The tight end who had the best game against this Chiefs defense the entire year was Hunter Henry for the Patriots, (laughs) who's very good. But again, that New England offense was totally abysmal this year. He had seven for 66 and a touchdown. And then think about current numbers being put up in the playoffs. One of those games, obviously, the Kincaid-Knox game. Knox had one for four, Kincaid five for 45, and then likely in Andrews, the best duo in the entire league, they combined for four catches and 31 yards. That was it. Well, sometimes if it looks too easy, though, you know what uh, what happens. I mean, everything screams McCaffrey over, and he's going to have a big game on the ground, and everyone betting Kelsey over, and why not? Figures, you know, the issues they've had against the tight ends, and Kelsey has gone over as what his prop is. He's gone over that 12 straight playoff games. Right, so you're, uh, you're anti Ayuk then? Yeah, why don't they go score a touchdown? Okay. Yeah, I thought that's a good price. Yeah, on the no minus one fifty. Yeah, because here's the deal: like all of these players, again, they're not all going over. Yes, uh, the, right. The game's going to have to be, uh, you know, a carbon copy of what happened last year at minimum thirty eight, thirty five for all these players to go over. 
that's not going to happen. You've yeah. got to make the case for somebody to go under here. Yeah, and David Purdom from ESPN Chuck, who's coming on uh, in about an hour, at Caesars at one point, there were more bets on Kelsey to score a touchdown than bets on the 49ers to win the game. So it's yeah. everyone is just lining up, betting everything Kelsey-related to. Uh, and then, but the things that we've talked about for, for two weeks now is how bad defensively they've been. They couldn't slow down Detroit. You couldn't stop Laporta. You couldn't stop anything. And then what happened last year when Mahomes put up 44 against you, and the game I keep bringing up is Cincinnati. And, and Burrow did whatever he wanted. Mixon ran for 90 yards, and Cincinnati went up and down the field on the road against you right. and scored 31 points. So this is not this is not a good San Francisco defense. hasn't played like it in a long time. Yeah. I was surprised to find out that the Niners defense only allowed four touchdowns to tight ends on the entire year. Again, this is more of a recent thing. They had a key player go down for the season back in Week 11, so it kind of flipped since then. Um, they did take on Hawkinson and the Vikings before that game. Hawkinson, uh, before that injury, he had 11 for 88, um, 86 in that game. Remember the McBride game? Up and down the field late in the season. Kyler Murray back running all over. 45-29 final. McBride had 10 for 102, couldn't be stopped. But the Niners couldn't get off the field defensively in that game. The the Cardinals running backs alone ran for like 177 yards in that game. That's kind of alarming to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a replay of the Buffalo game, Kansas City-Buffalo. Maybe that happens. I'd be surprised, but certainly uh, that's when Buffalo had 180 yards rushing on the ground and, and no one could be stopped in that game. Yeah, to your point about Pacheco, this is where, I mean, you, can, you really look at the recent form here and how this defensive line... And if you watch the film, too, or even like in real time during the games, that front four for the Niners is not giving the opposing team's ground game much opposition at all. Like, this is basically the help from Greenlaw and Warner getting up and trying to slow down the run, maybe after the running back already has four or five yards. They got pushed around big time, and I thought LaFleur made a mistake in the divisional round by only giving Aaron Jones 18 carries. But running backs in that game for the Packers had 22 carries for 124 yards. Then last week in the NFC Championship game, it was a total mismatch early on in the first half. Lions running backs had 27 carries for buck 38 and two touchdowns. So that, in theory, again, is going to be the recipe here and a reason why you like Pacheco so much. Mm-hmm. They also, you can't sack Mahomes. That's the other thing. It's a good Kansas City offensive line, even though they hold a lot. Uh, but you, you, do they get pressure on them, and can they bring them down, which I also like sacks under, too. But I think Pacheco has a monster game here. Yeah, I also want to go back to recent form against this Chiefs defense on the ground. Another example of why what Baltimore did in the right. AFC title game was just, mm-hmm. it, it didn't, never made any sense. In the game, in the playoffs against KC, Bills running backs had 25 for a 101 in week 16, the Raiders ran 24 times for a buck 58, and they ran for more than 100 yards in each of their games. The Christmas Day game, it was... It was alarming. Yeah, no and doubt. the Packers, when you go back not that long ago, regular season game at Lambeau, the running backs had 21 carries for 104 yards. So three examples here in recent weeks where, yeah, they the defense, same thing as the 49ers. Oh, is it going to be a battle? Imagine that if it's just going to be McCaffrey and Pacheco back and forth. Something that nobody would really expect with... Overall, the yeah. season that Purdy had, and then Mahomes, obviously, with what he's done in his career. Right. And does Kansas City play clean football? I mean, the turnovers were the big story this whole year. And in that game on Christmas, the Raiders had two defensive touchdowns. Turnover differential during the year, San Francisco plus 10, Kansas City minus 11. Yeah. Yet here they are in the game. So in the previous 45 Super Bowls in which there was a turnover advantage for either team, and the team that had fewer turnovers lost the game only eight times, and they were 35-9-1 ATS. But remember, last year, turnover margin was one nothing in favor of the Chiefs, that scoop and score when Hurts fumbled the ball. Yep. And everything everything was in favor of the Eagles in that game last year, and that was kind of an outlier how they lost that game. Yeah. Chernoff will make the case for the Niners coming up, but that's where you make the case and say, listen, you yes, you went to Baltimore and won, but they lost their minds in that game. It was the worst game plan I've ever seen. And you were plus three in the turnover battle. And you still should have lost the game. Think about so. what had to happen in that game for the Chiefs. And they did absolutely nothing in the second half offensively. Zay Flowers, boy, he's on quite the stretch, huh? After what the news last yeah, night. Yeah. Hello. Uh, reaching for the goal line. If he doesn't fumble that. Do the Chiefs win that game if he doesn't fumble there? I don't think so. I don't think so either. No. 
I think the, the place is up for grabs, and it's a three-point game. But it's also, yes, Spags is awesome, and so is Andy Reid. But why are teams losing their minds when, when everyone knows how bad they are against the run and how good they are against the pass? Yet Miami, in 10-degree in weather, ran it 18 times, what Baltimore did, and, and then you saw how the success the Bills had. So you would think Shannon just come, who's conservative anyways, and with a, a quarterback that you have questions about who uh, has struggled at times, especially with his accuracy, that the game plan is here's Debo and here's McCaffrey. Yep. You're not going to stop it. Here comes an eight-minute drive. Well, and that's why I think use check props are very popular. Sure. Does Elijah Mitchell here do anything in this game? Will he get some spot duty? W- weren't you making a case? Couldn't you make a case for Gray then too? If you're talking about these tight end numbers, well, that was maybe like, everyone eats. Well, I know yeah. Charge did. Charge yesterday saying, was fantastic. He, yeah. he made a case in his, if you missed it, go back and search Follow the Money wherever you get your podcast. It was the last segment of the show yesterday in hour number three. He made a great case of what backup tight ends have done against the 49ers. It, it just it's all year long. Guys you never heard of are going over the number that Noah Gray has as a prop. Right. Now, I don't think McKinnon's going to play, and, and that means, you know, does Rice go off? What happens with, uh, with the passing attack? And is it Scantling? What do these other guys do? So that's maybe it's some maybe Rice is the star of the game and not Kelsey. Maybe that's in play. Well, Rice. I mean, again, if you want to go recent form, the game that he had against the Dolphins in the playoffs, he was awesome. Right, had 130 but yards. Then again, weird stuff happens in Super Bowls. I mean, other than Chuck Edel, I mean, who had MVP tickets on James White that year, which they gave it to Brady, but James White was all-time performance, what he did against Atlanta in the comeback. So what if it's not Rice? What if he doesn't do much here? Who's the guy for the Chiefs? Not not Kelsey. I'm, I'm talking about a wide receiver here. I can't see it be anybody else. You really think Scantling's going to have like 70 yards? Oh, I, I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't get there. I would think it would be, I think it'd just be him, him spreading it around then. A little bit of Gray, a little bit of Kelsey, dump it off to Pacheco. Rice eats a little bit. I need to point this out regarding MVS. Did you know that in his career he's had two different 100-yard games against San Francisco? That's kind of under the radar. But will he get the targets to actually... Yeah. I, I think he's going to get enough targets. I bet him over 13 mm-hmm. and a half longest reception. I think he'll get enough targets for that. But beyond that, like you said, is he going to have 70, 80, 90 yards? What has to happen? I mean... It's the, the that's other, really a long shot there. The, but also, the, the game plan right there jumps out to Andy Reid as well because San Francisco's given up 318 rushing yards in the playoffs. Uh, it's the same thing. For, I hope you're right. You should be right. It should be a heavy dose of McCaffrey and Pacheco. The more we talk about this, the more I like the uh, first possession of the game to be over 3 minutes and 15 seconds. Both teams know what they got to do. Let's run the football. Up next, win some, lose some. Imagine hitting four different 40,000 jackpots in one week. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. 
Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Here we go. Lamar Jackson, MVP, 14-1. to Flacco, comeback player of the year, as high as 250 to 1. Thanks for everyone who sent in all the tickets. Too many to, to uh, mention. Great job. The 50, the 100 to 1. Even if you had FOMO and you got it late, good for you. And December 11th, he was 130 to 1. Flacco wins it last night. McCaffrey, offensive player of the year, as high as 12 to 1. Stefanski, coach of the year, 23 to 1. Miles Garrett, defensive player of the year, 7 to 1. Will Anderson, defensive rookie of the year, plus 450. Stroud, offensive rookie of the year, 12 to 1. Dallas Mavericks, two and a half up to six. Injuries, no Brunson. They went to the garden and took out the Knicks. Cavs, five and a half up to eight. They did it again. They are now three up in the loss column over the Bucks, who were routed at home by Minnesota. And Cleveland, now, sorry, what, yeah, what are they not, to, win, yet, guys. to win the division now? Yeah, Cleveland was minus 180. They're minus 180 now to win the division. They were 8-1 to one 10 days ago. By the way, Donovan Mitchell, 20, yes. 27, five boards, four assists, three steals, three blocks. The first cab to do that since LeBron. Uh, again, MVP, he's still around 150. To, I'm surprised it's that high. Do not... Do not lock in a profit. If you do not take the small plus money on Milwaukee right now, their schedule is so difficult, and they are playing horrible basketball. Yes, they are. And I'll tell you, J- J- Doc Rivers is not the guy to get you out of this either. So this is wild with Cleveland, what they're doing. And the Timberwolves, plus one and a half, went off a two and a half point favorite and went to Milwaukee and blew out the Bucks. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. Here's what Mitch was talking about before the break. So we showed those two $40,000 jackpots from Copper Keg, four locations in the Valley, cool. the Disneyland of gaming bars. This is at this is at Green Valley Ranch. But this is 500 a push. The person gets aces and a kicker on triple-double, $200,000. Oh. Double-double, excuse me. Yeah. 200,000 aces and a kicker. 500 a push pizza money for Billy Walters and this person. <laughs> he doesn't play that low of a denomination. That's right. So also, this is the same person. 200,000. The $40,000 jack, $40, jackpots we showed you on Monday. And then how about this jackpot? The other $40,000. Okay. Here's the Royal on diamonds. Can you guys put it up? It's yeah. I'll, it's I'll do, on the well, other I'm screen. Sorry, okay. It's it it's it's it was a redraw, meaning the person was dealt the first hand, the five cards, threw all of them away, and then it comes, the royal, for forty thousand dollars. There it is, peekable. That was a redraw. Held nothing. Threw it all away. So this person hit four forty thousand dollar jackpots and the two hundred thousand in a week. In a week. All the same person. Yes. And imagine hitting three Royals for 40000 at Copper Keg, the same spot, the Disneyland of gaming bars, as they call it. Our guy, Chris. Yeah, what a run. How about this video? This is awesome. This is, I don't know what happened, but the owner came home after three years. And the German Shepherd, peekaboo, hey, is that is that Tommy? The car's pulling up here. Taking a look, right? And then, that's my owner. I can't believe it. And he sees it from the get-go. He can sense it, right? And it, I, I, that's it. It's it's up for grabs. Now it's pandemonium, right? The look on the dog's face and the sheer joy and emotion coming out. Get me out of here. Let's go. And coming down, I can't wait to greet my owner, who I haven't seen in three years. The dog is so excited. It just doesn't know what to do at the end. But just keeps running around and doing circles about, hey, I want to give you a hug and, hey, pet me. And then it's 
He's going sheer, back to the car. Right, like, what right. else he got in there? Yeah, right. It's sheer madness. About I can't believe it's you. Where you been? And I, I this, I, this is great that I'm, I'm able to uh, be reunited. Great video, emotional for all parties involved. How about the leaping ability here with the tiger? Look at this. Just standing still, right? Standing still. Here comes the snack. Here comes the food, right? It's like Jordan from the free throw line. Give me that. And then go, jumping up like that to grab. Oh, serious hang time. Leaping Larry. Here. That's right. To give me the meat and the snack. He beat his friend to it, too. The other guy's like, how'd you do that? Just standing and jumping that high yeah, the other one gets to get nothing. the food. Yeah, no doubt. Sorry, pal. Well, Sal Pal talks about backyard football, and everyone likes to do it on Thanksgiving. These, these, these guys are getting ready for the Super Bowl. Look at this backyard in Kansas City. Chiefs, they get the field laid down, Chiefs in the end zone, then the long bomb for the touchdown. You got the tree as a defender, right? Beautiful throw. And that's six. That's a great backyard. Oh, you're telling me, yeah, come on, you're in high school, you're going to be out there every single day of your life. Sure, no doubt. And he's got the logo. He's got the Chiefs logo at midfield, too. This is great. Zillow gone wild on X. You never know what's going on inside a home. For the first time in the show's history, let's go to Kokomo, Indiana. This is listed for only 299000 Huge, right? Big house. And then you look inside, you see how big it is. And you got the uh, interesting bathroom with like the pole slash table right there. And then you have, it's got a pool inside as well. Now, do you want to live in Kokomo, Indiana, in the middle of nowhere? Where exactly is that? Do you have any idea? No, I do not know. No, okay. but 290000 uh, on uh, on Zillow nice Gone Wild. Yes. Yeah, but if I have to shovel, nah. Well, no sure, good. Sure. Okay, very good. Uh, lose some. Bucks, T-Wolves under 228.5, down to 222.5, no good. And Knicks, Mavs under 232.5, down to 224. Now, our guy, I mentioned this yesterday. My guy, Richie, is uh, renting a palatial estate in West Palm Beach. He goes, come down, visit with my girlfriend, Kathy. We'll have a good time. I know you're coming on vacation, um, but... Be, be careful of the iguanas. I go, what are you talking about? I go, send in the video. And he, there was, there's iguanas. Are people familiar with this? There's iguanas everywhere. And here's the video from Richie. And there, there's two of them sitting there on the roof. And that's where they like to hang out. Apparently, they, if they see you, they'll run. And they're not, they don't cause any harm. And they don't want any trouble. But if you get to it, here it comes at the end, where he just, he spans up with the camera up on the roof. And then you see uh, right straight ahead is iguana number one. And on the left is iguana number two. How big do these guys get? Do they pose a threat? Hmm. And what would you do if you see an iguana coming your way? I, I know nothing about them, to be honest. No, there you go. See it? There's two of them right there. Look at that. That's West Palm Beach. They're everywhere, apparently, according to Richie. And he backed it up with the video. This is all time. I'll put under lose some. But best movie of all time, Godfather? Eh, second best. What's, what, what do you go? Silence of the Lambs. Really? Okay. H highest power rated movie of all time. Some yeah. people think two is better than one. Here's Brando, who couldn't memorize his lines. Duvall has got all his lines taped to his chest. And so get ready for the scene when Brando's talking to Jimmy Conn. That's a hell of a shot. <laughs> Look at that. That's phenomenal. Yeah. It's all written down, on, and, he's, and he's taped to his chest. So Brando looks over with all his lines. The fact that somebody took that and it's still around. Okay. That is great. Two bad beats. I was on one of them. Utah plus five and a half. Lost at home to Arizona by six in triple overtime. All three times Arizona had the ball with a chance to win, didn't score, and then it goes to OT. Don't you think all betting, Come on. right, all these sports should be like soccer? Regulation bet only, overtime doesn't count. I know, I know. To there your there point. should be that option. Yep. Wisconsin-Milwaukee plus eight and a half, lost by 12 in overtime. You can't make it up. Hey. You can't make it up. It's ridiculous. This segment presented by 1-800-Flowers.com. Valentine's coming up. Come strong. Get your act together. DraftKings official flowers for Valentine's. 1-800-Flowers.com. Okay, this is a really good email from Lance. FTM at VEASAN.com. Does this line not feel like Alabama and Michigan? It just feels like the exact same spot every single expert is on KC. When the line came out, San Francisco minus two, it just felt like easy money on KC. Just like easy money, Bama over Michigan. If this line doesn't the, move to at least KC minus one, I will be on San Francisco and the principal of Vegas okay. doesn't give out uh, easy money. Yep. That's for sure. Definitely does not. Look, I mean, they post numbers and then the market molds what's going to happen with these games. I was all over Alabama in that game. 
Loved him from the jump. The Ravens were supposed to be easy, too. And every, yeah. every respected guy and professional guy was on Baltimore as well. Uh, last six weeks, 49ers defense, 163 carries, 825 yards. They're allowing five yards per carry. The average, this is why you got to get heavy. Pacheco, not Kelsey. If I'm wrong, I'll own it. I say Pacheco, not Kelsey. The average performance by a running back the last six weeks against San Francisco, 27 for 137 and a touchdown. 27 for 137. And a touchdown. I mean, they're giving up five yards a carry. They're getting gashed on the ground. That's six weeks, six games there. All right, up next, as DraftKings Network Super Week continues here on Follow the Money, it's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. We'll go, go over some potential headlines after the game on Sunday night and Monday based on various results and which props would look good based on those potential outcomes. That's coming up here on Beeson. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.